0: New design, flat design, but not round design. New display, fuller display, but not rugged display. New finishes, color finishes, but not edition finishes. New S7 chipset, maybe new radios, but maybe, maybe not new sensors, not blood sugar, not blood pressure, not body temperatures, just maybe a taste the rainbow set of colors. It's Apple Watch Series 7, and it's as close as a month away. But will it be worth your upgrade? Last year's S6 system and package, the chipset inside the Apple Watch was based on the A13's Thunder Efficiency Cores, along with a W3 wireless chip and a U1 ultra wideband chip. And that was after the previous year's S5 SIP was basically the same as the S4, just with a digital compass and always on display controllers. So will the S7 be more of a tweak like the S5 or more of a leap like the S6? I'm hoping for the latter, obviously, because I'm just all about that silicon, but not just for performance, for efficiency as well. If we could get that A14 Ice Storm efficiency IP in there, shrink the process down and just boost the battery life up, I'd be super happy. I mean I know I'd still have to charge it every day just like I have to charge my iPhone every day because power draw is the price that we pay for power features. I just want a wider window in which I can choose when and if to charge it. Also the current watch is still 802.11n which is Wi-Fi 4 now. It's gone five gigahertz finally, which is great, but could it go better? Wi-Fi five or Wi-Fi six better? Wi-Fi 6E six six gigahertz better? It's also still LTE, so could it go 5G? Not frequency range two millimeter wave 5G because that's all still drain and pain, but frequency range one, low and mid band 5G. And could it go completely self-contained now? So it wouldn't even need the iPhone anymore, not for messaging, not for nothing. And I guess, yeah, could U1 go U2? Sorry, so sorry. Now, the health sensors are just so much tougher, not just to talk about, but actually for Apple to ship. And Apple keeps working on them. They keep buying companies that claim they're just this close to getting those sensors working. And they just keep being not close, not at all close, like years away, so not close, at least not for practical solutions like ECG and blood oxygen that Apple can roll out internationally or at least multi-contrally to millions of consumers. Body temperature? maybe next year thing. Blood pressure and blood sugar, more like some next year's things, even if all of us really, really want them to be sometime soon things. Now, does that mean Apple will be leaving upgrades on the table? And I think most people, even most iPhone people still don't have an Apple watch yet. So it's less about getting the smaller percentage of those of us that do to buy a new one and more about still getting that huge percentage of those who don't have even their first one to buy it. And that's just about removing roadblocks and adding features until it hits that perfect balance point to trigger the buy. The big one for me is still complete and total independence from the iPhone. So if you want an Apple watch, you can just go out and get an Apple watch. And then the halo effect, the advantages and integrations that come from having an Apple watch with an iPhone or iPad or hell, maybe a Mac as well, that stays very real. That becomes a compulsion. And I just did a whole interview with Apple all about that. So I'll drop a link to it below the like button. Now there may well be new and improved health features as well. Better swim tracking has already been rumored, but Apple's health team has a much better track record of keeping those things secret keeping them safe until they're announced. So for that, we're just gonna have to wait for the keynote and see. There have also been rumors of a more rugged version of the Apple Watch that would have a more extreme screen and a more extreme casing and be targeted at more extreme athletes. You know, like the Ray Zahab class adventurous types, but how rugged and just how much bigger and thicker because rugged. Unfortunately, the most recent rumors, say we will have to wait until at least next year to find out. This year though, This year, it sounds like we're getting that new redesign, the second major redesign in watch history. The last one was all about Apple's old futuristic full screen look, where this one is in keeping with Apple's latest retro future chic look, the one that started with the 2018 iPad Pro and came to the iPhone 12 last year. You know, just all flat sides and extruded round just not round because as cool as a round Apple watch and circular watch interface would be, and I would just love to see what Apple could do with that, Apple still seems to see the watch less like classic horological jewelry and more like hyper-functional computer for your wrist, iPhone for your wrist to put not too fine a point on it, where a square display just allows for way more text on the page and data in the corners. And Apple thinks being bound to a traditional round watch shape is about as important as being bound to a traditional banana phone shape, but who knows, maybe one day. Meanwhile, the display might be getting better as well, better laminated, maybe even better screen to bezel ratio. But does that mean more screen or less bezel? Like the iPad Pro going from 10.5 to 11 inches at the same chassis size, or like the bigger iPad Pro staying at 12.9 inches, but at a reduced chassis size. I mean, do you want the smallest, lightest, watch imaginable? Or will you absolutely positively not stop until you have a full on Schwarzenegger-sized brick on your wrist? Because there's also talk of titanium, of ceramic, of the addition materials going away. You know, the ones that kicked off back in October 14 with 24 karat gold, and have since iterated through those ceramics and currently titanium. But would that mean aluminum and aluminum alone, like the Highlander can be only one or still steel on the higher end where Apple currently offers polished black and gold. And then maybe even more colors on the aluminum models, even more than the red and blue that debuted last year. Maybe all the taste the rainbow colors, the ones that the base level iPhones have had for the last few years now, and the iMac has just gotten maybe as many and as matching colors. and I just went over what those could be in my iPhone 13 video and you can watch the extended version of that video and of this video ad free, sponsor free, even original videos on Nebula and not just my videos but MKBHD, iPhonedo, Georgia Dow, Jordan Harrod, low spec gamer, Jenny Ma Ali Abdal, Tech Alter, Thomas Frank, and so many more all ad free, sponsor free on Nebula and bundled in for free when you sign up with today's sponsor at curiositystream.com slash Rene or just click the link below. And right now, because you're watching this video, you can get Stream for 26% off, less than 15 bucks a year, less than the price of a bistro burger for a whole entire year. And that includes their thousands of amazing documentaries and series, like Meteor Men, who search for alien treasure and lost pieces of our universe in our own backyards and you'll be supporting educational creators directly for over 26% off CuriosityStream, less than 15 bucks a year, and Nebula bundled in for free. Just click the link below or go to curiositystream.com slash Clicking on that link really helps out this channel. And so does hitting the playlist above for more on all of Apple's upcoming fall products, watches, iPhones, iPads, Macs, AirPods. I'm diving deep on all of them so you can decide what you wanna buy and what you wanna skip. So hit it up and I'll see you in the next video.